0: Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello, and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, men's health expert, board-certified urologist, and uh, really the the anchor of this show. Joined by my ball and chain. <laughs>
1: I thought I was the anchor of this show.
0: Well, there you are. I'm the chain. You're
1: the ball and chain.
0: Donna Lee, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today.
1: Balls and chain. Thank you for joining us, Dr. (laughs) Mistree.
0: Uh, this is a men's health show. Uh, this show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialist, the urology group that I started in 2007. Donna, tell people about our practice.
1: You can reach out to us at 512 2380762. Our website, armormenshealth.com, where you can see Dr. Mystery's smiling face there. You can submit your questions through the inquiry button there, and we will answer them anonymously on the show. That's armormenshealth.com. We're in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas, where they still love dripping and dripping. They springs. love
0: dripping and dripping.
1: We're trying to fix that though We are trying to fix that All right Stop tripping
0: So when I have a patient That comes into my office mm-hmm. And they're like a man Who has some kind of diagnosis mm-hmm. Their wife is like all into it They have yeah. notepads And like asking questions <laughs> and Stuff like that <laughs> I bet. And when I have a woman That comes with a problem That guy's sitting in the corner Quiet On his phone On his phone mm-hmm. And so yeah. uh, I think that it's because A lot of times men don't know What the hell's going on With women When N- it comes nor to their do they health care And that's why we have Brought to you once again A wonderful segment What do we call it?
1: That's what she said.
0: And And we have, that's what she said. This is with uh, Dr. Diana Wang. Diana, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Hi. Yay. I'm so excited to be here.
0: (laughs) Dr. Wang, you've been on our show before. You are so important to us uh, and our family. You you, you delivered two of my grandkids.
2: I know. I feel very honored. That's (laughs) right. Oh, you so, so excited. yeah so
0: you're somebody that we uh, think of uh, qu- you know uh, quite fondly when it comes to um, uh, women's health type issues. and uh, really the purpose of what we want to do uh, in 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 this in this next few minutes is to talk about common health conditions that women suffer from that men should know a little bit more about. And I thought maybe what we would talk about are maybe some of the hormonal changes that go around with menstrual cycles. Mm. and uh fun. And what we can expect, you know, women to experience, and maybe why their moods change.
1: Why we're bitchy.
0: Yes. Oh. Oh, this is gonna be a this tough is, one, isn't
2: this it? Is, this is dangerous territory. This, this is gonna be
0: a good one. I love it. 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 Well, well, why don't we first just start talking about w- why do women have cycles? Like, what's what's happening? Like, what Ooh, is the, whole the purpose? menstrual
2: cycle? Okay. Well, if God created us. Perfectly, we wouldn't have them <laughs> until we desired pregnancy, right? So for example, when we have a menstrual cycle, the whole purpose of that is to procreate, okay? Because otherwise it's detrimental to our health. It makes us feel so horrible and we bleed. I mean, who just bleeds? What human, I mean, just us, women. What other medical condition causes this? Yeah, what do you just this? randomly yeah. bleed in, That's my and f- it's okay? My it's, favorite Chris Rock you know? joke. Yeah, well, I don't
1: trust women because I don't trust nothing that bleeds for yeah. a week and doesn't die. I mean, <laughs> any like if a man bleeds,
2: yes. he's going to be like, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. <laughs> I got to go to the ER, right? <laughs> what Help me, right? A woman could hemorrhage secretly every m- month and nobody knows about it and suffer that And then it's like, it's normal. And then she goes about her daily life like nothing happened. So
0: if things were perfect, Mm. a a woman would just say, you know what? I think it's time to get pregnant. And then only 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 have the cycle then.
2: Because the whole reason for the menstrual cycle is, we're just going to go more technical here, is to build a lining in the uterus that is preparing for an embryo to implant. Right. So when our body is basically saying, hey, look, Every month, this human, this woman could potentially want to get pregnant. So let's just get ready and build this really, really nice, nourishing lining. And at the peak of that cycle, which is, you know, basically halfway through a woman's cycle, usually, you know, perfect cycle is around 28 days, let's say. So in the middle of that cycle, 12 to 14 days, the hormones in a woman's body will trigger a surge, which... Makes her ovary ovulate, and those hormones have been also preparing while this lining is building to create this dominant follicle, which is like the one. You know, it's the like one. it's the one. The one, one. going to become somebody's. It's the, mother um, <laughs> what's that movie? It was like there can be only one Highlander, right? Highlander. There you right? Go. Yeah. <laughs> so that one is the one, and at that moment, that one will drop the egg, and then if the sperm comes during that perfect time, it will fertilize. um, Well, the egg drops and the fallopian tube will grab that egg and carry it through this big fallopian tube and the sperm will find it and fertilize. And then that's the moment that we conceive. So Mm. every month, this is potentially going to happen. It doesn't even matter if we want to get pregnant or not. (laughs) So we struggle. Seems a little unfair. Well, you know, most women struggle their whole lives trying so hard not to get pregnant, right? Because every month there's this risk and it's so scary for them. And then there's a moment where they do want to get pregnant and then, you know, statistically it's just that one moment so then it's so hard when they don't get pregnant. So we go through life wanting this, not wanting this and it's all Focus really around this menstrual cycle, and these signals
0: mm-hmm. are not sent to our body through electrical signals or telegrams, mm-hmm. right? The 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 way that mm-hmm. uh, bodies communicate with distant organs is through hormones. Exactly, the hormones released by the brain and has an effect mm-hmm. on other organs. In men. We know that it's released released by the hypothalamus and pituitary mm. and mm-hmm. affects our testicles. In a woman, it's the same thing. It's
2: the same thing, yeah.
0: And so those hormones don't just affect just the, just the target organ. It affects the
2: whole body. Yeah. And so when these hormones change in a woman, they will feel emotionally different. And it's very variable. And so before, when they're triggering this ovulation time, the hormones are at its highest surge. So they... You're supposed to have more desire. So you'll notice more emotion, you know, more emotionality, more desire to... Dis- Horny? Is that what you're trying yes. to say? Yes. Thank okay. you, Donna. I mean, you're this always- is really
0: important because,
2: <laughs> because a lot of guys, I mean,
0: I, you know, uh, 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 honestly, even though I'm in the medical profession, sometimes uh, I'm wondering if I'm imagining yeah. my wife being like particularly amorous.
2: Oh. Yeah. Oh but my also, Lord. also like particularly <laughs> irritable too. Right. At times. So, and then once the lining sheds, if nothing happens no fertilization occurs, they just feel so much better because it's over. That whole uh, change in their mood, and their mind, their body. So for us, it's a miracle we survive every day. Right. You know, like <laughs> for us to go through these changes constantly, there's every nothing, month. nothing. Yeah. Worse so, than a-
0: so there's a lot of apps out there for women to track their menstrual cycle. <laughs> yes, there's a, a
2: bunch really of apps. But I really feel like mm-hmm. there's a
0: real market for men to track their partner's menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. So if I was going <laughs> to create one Oh Lord! At what point during the days would I expect somebody to act or feel a certain way so I could I could provide the most emotional support to them?
2: Oh, I think like it's so difficult to say something like that. Yes, I think you should be Just supporting buy them, them roses it's, it's, every day. It's actually every oh, day, man. You it's guys every have an day. agenda. That's It's the every day because yes. that surge time, <laughs> there's some stuff going on there, and then when the egg releases, that's you know a huge time and then when it comes down I mean we're we're feeling things the whole time so you can't get away
0: with every day oh
2: every day man every day (laughs) day because then when you bleed guess what you feel better but you're bleeding and you should get more support I mean you're like bleeding things out of your body you know even though you're an
0: OB-GYN that's been doing this for a number of years you you still seem kind of amazed by this process well, I'm amazed that, that we you. have
2: to go through it. It's <laughs> a miracle. Because, you know, there are some women out there who don't want to have children ever, and they go through their whole lives bleeding. Having to do that. Oh, yeah, and so there that. are things we can do sure. to help people not bleed, you know, when birth control pills or other hormonal methods to bypass this whole cycle.
0: So when they Um, do those kinds of things, mm -hmm. they avoid the bleeding part. But do the other kind of emotional and hormonal components get affected as well?
2: Right. So it it does. Um, For some women, they actually feel a lot better because instead of having these dynamic hormone surges, they're getting a constant surge of medication daily a hormone dose that's the same every day
0: so there's not a lot of variability there's from no to yeah moment. there's
2: not as much variability so when people talk about premenstrual syndrome which is you know right before their menses they people get very emotional some people get depressed anxious those types of um Feelings can sometimes be alleviated by um, having a constant hormone dosing.
0: So, especially people mm-hmm. that where it affects their lifestyle, whether it affects yes. their personal relationships, whether it's they're having trouble at work.
2: Exactly, and then,
0: then th- those people need to seek some right. treatment. Not just everyone right. who and, might just feel a little and sad. And unfortunately,
2: sometimes it can get very dark, and it's it's called premenstrual dysphoria, where they actually are depressed to a point that they are maybe at risk to themselves. So know? this is not normal is and not these normal. people yeah. need to
0: seek some type of care and an OB-GYN is an appropriate person to see
2: for yes, that? Yes, I think um, most OB-GYNs know how to you know help alleviate these problems and have some options like we talked about with hormonal therapy and sometimes with antidepressants conjoining with hormonal therapy to help these these moments but um, this can really you know hinder someone's life so That's why if God was a woman. (laughs) I thought she was. It would be... You you know, we would just she, have she a probably, message. We, well, I don't think she wishes because he would not have done this.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. Definitive you know. proof of the yes. gender of God. Oh, thank yeah. you all very much. Thank you. <laughs> Diana, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be back and talk a little bit about fertility. So uh, thank you so much. Uh, Donna, how do people get a hold of us?
1: You can call us at 512 762 and listen to our podcasts wherever you listen to free podcasts.
0: Hello and welcome back to the Armour Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host. Thank you all to our listeners all the question askers even the critics of the show you really help us keep going I'm Don, I'm joined by Donna Lee who really suffers most of the complaints of this show I think
1: I, I get those every now and again we had a lovely <laughs> lady who really she said we were an embarrassment to the community
0: an embarrassment to the community. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> After twelve <laughs> years of of training, fifteen years of, of practice, and helping tens of thousands of patients and saving their That's lives, right. I guess I've let my parents down.
1: I love your your quote when I told you that, and you said she had to have listened to the entire show to get the phone number to call us to tell us that. So I'm
0: very impressed with thank your you, lady. perseverance, lady. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It happens. We are joined again by one of my favorite people on this earth, Dr. Diana Wang. Diana, thank you so much You're for joining
2: sweetest. us. Thank you. I'm so excited.
0: This is the second part of our That's What She Said segment. This is our very feeble attempt to help our male listeners understand <laughs> something about their spouses, daughters, and... Wives? And mistresses. Oh,
1: oh and mistresses.
0: So, um, you know, uh, Diana, we see a lot of people for male fertility evaluations. And invariably what the men say is, my wife told me to come because it was cheaper and easier for me to be evaluated. But in truth, their wives have also gone through some type of evaluation for fertility. Besides not getting pregnant, what are some other signs that a woman might have that she might have fertility problems?
2: Well, before we um, talk about this, I just want you to know that when those men come to you, Sunny, the women have already been evaluated so much. <laughs> right? I mean, it's not it's like it was an afterthought, oh, it, was, right? it was like yeah. a begging, please go see. Because what has happened is her OBGYN has probably already checked everything in that was the only thing left, which is male factor infertility. And that's
0: really important. It's because, super important. Because just parts of their regular evaluation is gonna check yes. their fertility. The women often come in with some kind of notion that something's wrong. Yes. And so they really have been evaluated. Right. And it's
2: a very simple test because you, you can just as, you know, check a sperm count and already figure out if this is male infertility. And a lot of times what the men don't understand is it's a combination. You know, if a woman has some issues that is causing her to be having difficulty becoming pregnant, for my practice, I've seen, you know, I would say 20% of those, the men also have something in conjunction. So I I think it's great that they go. I'm always happy when they finally go see you because... We figure out so many extra things. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And, if, and and, and mm-hmm. in fact, the numbers are that 40% of couples' infertility issues are a, a combined Combined. Thing. Mm-hmm. And especially as couples get older and older, you know, men kind of know that women have fertility problems as they get older, but mm-hmm. they may not really know that their fertility problems also get worse as they get older.
2: Right. And I know I'm not, you know, saying anything against men, but there is this kind of pride men carry around that they are... Always virile virile and fertile and i'm so manly <laughs> and there's no way <laughs> my sperm count could be low and it's also kind of sad when they do find out cuz
0: they, they get they get defeated they get very so, defeated. They get so very defeated
2: and we've seen couples in the office when i get reports from you that oh you know your sperm count is low and it's just such a sad sad moment and it shouldn't be it should be hey guess what we figured it out it's let's very solve interesting a problem b- right
0: b- b- because I think mm-hmm. in our society the female partner carries a lot of the guilt of a, so of a couple not right. being able it's, to have children it's not,
2: it's not fair and it's, it's, it's unfair not f- it's unfair and I think
0: if you were to tell mm-hmm. most men and this is what I do I say listen mm-hmm. if you found out your wife had problems you wouldn't think less of her you would just kind exactly. of come up with no. a solution and move along That's there's great. no I reason to think mm-hmm. that she's going to think less of you
2: exactly so i think that's a great message to put out there right now that you are not less of a man and that is not the judgment of your your you know how virile you are is not the judgment of who you are and it's it's good to get checked by someone it's like you it's the size of
0: your penis right? <laughs> always.
2: right <laughs> and your hands,
0: uh, right? but, and your hands that's right. which luckily i have right. huge hands so
2: don't worry about that <laughs> don't worry has nothing
0: to do with yes. the size of your but you
1: have small feet it's very confusing hey
0: it's very confusing <laughs> Yeah. So when somebody's coming in mm-hmm. for, a, for like a, like e- even a basic fertility evaluation that who's a woman, what are some tests that she can expect and what can the man expect the woman to go through?
2: So, you know, something very simple that the man can observe just at home is how regular her periods are. So a woman who has regular periods most likely is having ovulation. So we're hoping that, you know, the first step is, if a woman is ovulating appropriately in on a normal time in their cycle, they are releasing an egg from each month, so there's a chance for conception. So if he notices that his wife hasn't had a period in like two months, or even some people three months, that's a big zinger. That hey, this this woman may not be ovulating, and there's certain things out there that can cause women to not ovulate. One which is very prevalent in our society right now is um, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Some women will just you know, have their lining build up like we talked about before during the menstrual cycle and it just stays there and the men's these never release because she never ovulates. And if that occurs, then there are things we can do to help a woman ovulate. There are medications we can give, we can help her release her period um building up a lining that long is not healthy for a woman it she can build up endometrial hyperplasia which can be a precursor of endometrial cancer so i think number 1 regularity of her menstrual cycle so and, it's not a
0: gift that she's not menstruating except every 3 months because something can go wrong right, right?
2: unless she has a reason like like, like she's taking medication like she's taking birth control continuously or you know and there's other things that can cause amenorrhea like thyroid disorders or excessive
0: exercise
2: ex- or yeah excessive exercise to the point where her body fat is so low but that's that's one thing to look for the second thing would be i would say painful periods so women who suffer from extreme pain and cramping during their periods every woman suffers that however there are some women where they are in so much pain they can't go to work they have to stay at home they have to you know, have a heating pack, some women are almost nauseous to a point where they vomit because they're having so much pain. And some have even passed out, you know, like when they experience so much pain. And there's something out there called endometriosis, which a lot of women um, know about kind of, but it's actually more prevalent in our society than I had thought, you know, graduating from residency. I, in private practice, I've seen it so much more. And that's when, you know, the menstrual lining can release outside of the uterus, and implant in different parts of your pelvic areas. It's
0: like having an uh-huh. alien that's not in the right home. And then when it grows, grows. and mm-hmm. it caught it, it, it ca- and bleeds, it's bleeding not in the uterus. So you're having that pain inside your abdomen. As well.
2: So you're bleeding from the uterus, you know, the cramps, and then you're bleeding, you know, you're feeling the inflammation inside your pelvis. So when that occurs, those areas of implants can a scarring inside the pelvis, and it can cause infertility.
0: And you want to get rid of that sooner, sooner because you can. right? And so if you have pain that's causing you to have limitations in your activities of daily living, not allowing you to move along or that has worsened from previous periods, these are kind of hallmarks of maybe right. seeking an evaluation.
2: Exactly. I think those things, you know, as a husband or a partner, they can observe this and realize, oh, man, she called in from work? you know, she called in sick again from work because she's feeling so sick. This is not...
0: This is not normal. normal. Mm -hmm. And as women are aging, you know, kind of people have this expectation that their their fertility is going to drop. But what I've noticed is women aren't as... And this may be unfair to say. I'm not sure they know when they're actually aging. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I mean, uh, you know, oftentimes we'll meet 37, 38-year-old women who are saying, yeah, we're thinking about getting pregnant. And this big... (laughs) You know, target goes off in my head. Thinking about getting pregnant, don't you have any idea how difficult it is to get pregnant after the age of thirty or thirty five? Well what do you what do you teach people when it comes to kind of advanced maternal age and when people should really kinda of hasten their fertility evaluation?
2: Well, that's always a difficult topic because for us as women, having that time clock has been an extreme burden to us for many, many years. And I think Most women are aware of this. Uh, You know, in society, we've talked about it. Over 35-aged women pregnant are called elderly pregnancy now. So so it's really actually this huge (laughs) burden we carry. And for me as their physician, it's difficult to talk about because I don't want her to feel pressured either, you know. But we're fighting against this biological clock, which is very unfair, you know, that we have this. Um, where men actually don't really carry that as much because when do you think for men, Sunny, like, they're able to um,
0: Over the age of 45 and 50 is when we're starting to have some difficulty but we can father children even into our 70s and 80s. Yes,
2: right, which is unfair and so when we talk about this we have to evaluate what her desires are. You know, I talk about this with some women and they secretly don't want to get pregnant but they're feeling (laughs) pressured by their family, their spouse, They're like, I am not ready to have children, and yet they have to because they're thirty-five. And for me, I just have to give them the data that, hey, you can still get pregnant after thirty-five safely and have very healthy pregnancies. But as you move forward onto your age, there may be more, you know, challenges, challenges, more risks, more risks. Like um, it might be the joke of the uh, of that I tell.
0: You know how I know that a man doesn't really want a vasectomy reversal? Because he had a vasectomy. <laughs> you know, oh, I mean well, sometimes that. people don't really want to have more children and, and having that honest conversation, that that's the biggest piece of advice that I have for men out there is that if you if your spouse or partner really wants to have children and they're approaching or getting over the age of thirty five, we all just need to be realistic about making sure that we're getting the appropriate evaluation.
2: Right. And just being very communicative with your partner. It's great to have a good plan going into seeing a doctor because, you know, a lot of times the spouses are not on the same page. Page. That's right. And for us as physicians, you know, we can't coordinate that discrepancy in the office, but we can help if they're on the same page and have the similar goal. And that struggle between them can be very difficult on their relationship. So I think you know communicating well with their spouse hey i'm ready to have children or i am not ready and being ready to make a plan and if if they can't that's okay too but it's one of those things that it's, it's been very difficult. We are, it is unfair once again. <laughs> <that> <laughs> well, we have that, you know, time clock on us. Well, mm-hmm. thank
0: you so much, Dana, for joining us today. You are awesome. We can't wait to have you on the show again. Thank you. The Armour Men's Health Show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armourmenshealth.com.